Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 325. We're about to get super spoilery on the Flash 313 attack on Gorilla City. To recap... Oh, sorry. I'm David C. Robertson. This is my co-host Jason Goss. Hi. <laughs> to recap, Harry has been captured by Garrod on Earth 2, so Barry, Cisco, Caitlin, and Julian set off to rescue him. Barry demands Jesse Quick stay behind to help Wally protect Earth-1. There's initially some tension there between her and Wally, but in the end they work it out and Jesse realizes, with HR's help, that she's prepared to stay on Earth-1 with Wally. On Earth-2, the gang immediately gets kidnapped, and it appears Grodd needed Barry to defeat Solovar for him in a gladiator-style battle. Barry does, but refuses to kill Solovar because humans are peaceful. Grodd, who had promised the gang refuge, betrays them and promises instead to kill them to make a point. With few options left, Caitlin freezes Barry just enough to make him appear dead so that Grodd will lose track of his dampening and pull him out of the cage. Barry promptly warms up and saves everyone, including Harry. They make a run for it and vibe back to Earth-1. But lo, the forward-thinking Grodd had a backup plan, as it appears Gypsy is under his thumb and ready to open the doorway for a guerrilla invasion of Central City, fulfilling yet another prophecy. Um, I wanted to see Gorilla City. I did. I saw it. I did. I think I may have been more impressed with the Justice League Unlimited version of that. Probably, but... I mean, it costs a lot less to make that expensive. Mm, I don't know. I they was... could just rework a lot of Star Labs sets to make that. <laughs> I get it. They were wanting to go for something cool. Um, I, I, liked what, I liked what I got. I, I felt like they only had so much... I mean, it, this felt like a... A very effects intensive episode like it felt like they poured a lot of money into this one and it, and yeah, it looked pretty damn good it did like that gladiator fight was solid and you know i i wouldn't be surprised if we kind of come back to it later and because grod has taken over from solivar like now it becomes a really way more technological experience yeah probably um that's what i'm assuming will happen i mean can can we all just agree that we want monkeys flying around on hovercraft I think we can. I think we can safely agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to let everyone vote. We're just going to go with it. Right. Um, <laughs> um, loving Julian. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, and you know, the the real usefulness of having a new team member um, is like he is he's a, as fascinated as he should be of the concept of like the multiverse and you're going to a <laughs> you're going to a city made of gorillas. Mm hmm. Barry's trying to brush him off. Are yeah, you, you know, just just a couple days, you'll cover me right. Like, city full of gorillas? Are you going to the Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Well, it's just a city. It's, it's just, just a city. city. Are you going to the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he, he shows up later. It's one of the, the great moments. Uh, Harry finally wakes up, and it's like, Snow, Barry, Cisco, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And great callback. I knew that you and I did not get Barry out of that mirror when he finds mm-hmm. out about her, her powers. Mm-hmm. Um, always loving the mention of Bloodhaven, and it comes in a week where a Nightwing solo movie has been announced, so that's fun. Yeah. 
Um. <laughs> I mean, you realize we got we got Tom Cavanaugh as three different characters this week. Yes, I was very pleased with his grod. I was. I was happy with it. Very, very pleased. Like it just bordered on being a little silly sometimes, but it was it was a uh, it was like detached and odd, but didn't quite take me out of the moment. I thought he did a good job with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure the show makes sense. This episode? Yeah. Uh, it's completely completely botched. Yeah, it seemed botched. <laughs> if 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 you're going for uh, for the same thing, I was thinking, um, man, if you already had Gypsy, what the hell's the point of all this? Um, well, he still needed he still needed Barry <laughs> to defeat Solovar. Gypsy could defeat Solovar. She's feed, she's beat she's beaten Barry. She could literally pop That's up to point. Solovar, vibe him somewhere else. Problem solved. Yeah. Like yeah. Cisco could have taken out Solovar. It, they're vibers. This is this is like nothing for them. That's why she was yeah. sent as a mercenary, like a you know capture and kill artist. Is she could just pop up behind people and grab them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about Gypsy having those powers. I don't know why I forgot about it, but I did somehow. I was I wanted to make it work. My 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 thoughts about why it was botched had, was more to do with like you know how do they know that Grodd was just going to drag him out of the cage with him if he was dead? What does that matter? Just leave him in the damn cage. Uh, well, My they, thoughts. they said that the, um, I, I figured it had more to do with the dampening and the pulling him out of the cage was just a sidebar that kind of looked kind of, you know, cool. Um, well, if he doesn't, if, if he doesn't well, he, do that, then the whole plan is stupid. No, well, no, 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 he could vibe out of the cage if, uh, he, he could, you know, phase out of the cage. The problem was like Grodd was dampening their powers. So as soon uh-huh. as he, as soon as he let off the, the dampening, he'd have been fine. He could just pop out of the cage. No problem. So they drop a line early right. on where he's like, I don't think it's the cage. I think he's dampening our powers. They just okay. They just needed to distract Grodd from thinking that he needed to dampen Barry for a second, and they were good. Yeah, but Caitlin and Cisco still have powers. He didn't. No, no, no. Um, they didn't. Cisco didn't use any of his powers to do this, and Ka- he didn't know Caitlin had powers, so he wasn't dampening her. Last time uh, Grodd saw Caitlin, she was just Caitlin. She wasn't Killer Frost yet. Gotcha. Okay. And I guess same thing for Cisco. Yeah. All right. I still think it's dumb that he would drag him out of the cage. That was just kind of a, an extra shot, I figured. It's like a, they just they just wanted an opportunity to show the pile of bones where apparently they just tossed fallen gladiators. Mm-hmm. The pile of completely dry bones with, like, no muscle still on them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was so uh, intentional, it almost seemed like it was a point. Like, it was a plot point that had to happen. And I was like, eh, what's the point of this? I don't. I just don't think there was a point to it. I mean, I I thought it was um, a fine shot and a fine thing to do, and it looked good to have him drag well, him across and flap him on the ground like that. But it, I don't think it was necessary. Yeah, pretty, seems if like I got, waste if, of money to me. Yeah, if I got it right though, everything else explains itself without him dragging him out of the cage. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think they said that, so I, I'm not sure the writers know that he didn't need to drag him out of that cage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Whatever. Either. I what I do know. Is like here's the thing. I enjoyed the hell out of the episode. It's just I uh-huh. I can't make sense of Gypsy. And this is I'm I'm begging you, anybody, make sense of this for me. Why did they? If they had Gypsy, why did he need to go through pulling in like Team Barry? Mm-hmm. Why did he need to hijack Carrie? All that. And I'm I just assuming we're gonna get a backstory as to how the hell he got himself a Gypsy to begin with. But you know, so I'll, I'll put I'll, I'll put that on the back burner. I just want to know like he and he dropped the line about Father told me to uh, you know to always have a plan. I mean, mm-hmm. so he, it makes it seem like he always had the backup plan of someone who could do everything he needed to do. Right. And he almost, he also had a fair indication that Barry was probably faking it somehow. Yeah. The only thing I can think of 
only thing I can think of is maybe I mean, maybe this is it. But um, he like he needed Barry to defeat Zolivar, and even with Barry's nice little speech about like, which is why I'm sparing your leader. We call it mercy. Even with all that, they were still frightened because mm-hmm. this little man came in and beat up their you know their big old Zolivar. Mm-hmm. So they were still scared of the humans, and that was part of why he wanted them there. I get that, but Gypsy's human. And she would appear to be pretty damn scary, too. Mm-hmm. So I think even that purpose is still filled. I just don't get yeah. why we needed Team Team Flash on this one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I want someone to make that make sense for me. If anyone can, I, w- I will welcome it. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of trouble to capture Harry and lure <clears throat> them there because he knew that they would come mm-hmm. to another Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which seems easier than trapping someone like Gypsy. A little bit. I mean, how how did he get her? I mean, I mean, I forget where HR uh, is from. Is it like maybe, maybe his backup plan? Well, yeah, HR is from nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Uh, so that that's her home base too. Well, I mean, he doesn't have any Vibers on Earth too, does he? Like, uh, you know, like Vibe. I don't think so. I don't know. They they killed Cisco Ramon from Earth two. Unless it's zoomed in. Unless it's Earth two Gypsy. Maybe that's a legitimate point. Now that would make sense for me. That this would be great. All right, this this would be good. That's Earth 2's Gypsy, and she doesn't know she has powers yet, or she doesn't really know what she can do. So he just captured some girl that really doesn't have any powers. That would make sense for me. That would fix everything. Like he's gonna get in her head and and show her what she can do, and then have her mm-hmm. have her take him over. That I mean, would how would he sense. know about Gypsy? I don't know how he would know about her. That would be a whole other thing. Wouldn't fix everything then. Um, Harry's wristwatch. Harry's meta detection skills? Or his meta detector thing? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I don't know. Or if she was on the team. If she was on the team that went with Harry to Africa. But then it would just be weird luck that she happens to be a latent meta. I mean, not if she, if Harry knew she was a meta and took her with him in case he they needed to vibe out. Yeah, but that wouldn't involve... like it, Grad makes it seem like it was his idea to have her there. Well, yeah, or maybe he maybe he just you know saw the potential in her once he saw her yeah. and went ooh good backup plan yeah that happens but I don't think you know Harrison Wells would be particularly proud of him stumbling backwards into a backup plan like Gypsy I don't think Father'd be proud <laughs> Father'd be like I guess it's better to be lucky and good isn't it buddy <laughs> Father would see the value <laughs> <laughs> guess so <laughs> um, yeah. It's amazing, though, for a show I still enjoyed this much uh, to have this many problems with what's happening with it. <laughs> I'm, st- I, I, like, I'm still looking forward to the next episode. Oh, Mostly yeah. Mostly because they've done shit like this before, and we've thought, what were you thinking? That was ridiculous. Why do you stand next to the portal backwards? And there was a reason, and it was yeah, good. Yeah, they fixed it. It was. It was good. So You never know when they're going to fix a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, it's kind of funny. I've started to almost trust the idea that if the writing is particularly poor at any given point, Wait for it. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to just have a bad line here and there. I mean, everybody does that. But, I mean, God, I've got I've got paragraphs of bad writing in my own personal storage. But mm-hmm. the um, but to, to do something intentionally bad, like the classic standing back with your back to the portal shot that, that, I'm, that I'm referencing here, is mm-hmm. they gained a lot of faith from me after they fixed that. Because, I mean, man... We, mm-hmm. Everybody we knew, like we had people writing in, going, "What the hell with it? No, what Flash is better than that?" Like I don't know, I don't, I know, I don't know what happened. Like we were flabbergasted. Charles said something about a, "Don't stand next to a portal when you're holding a Cialis football." Thought that was pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, they. Um, you talked about the writing. Um, I was my all like, "Have Spencer. they never seen Deep Blue Sea?" 
My uh, my brother-in-law Spencer has a podcast called uh, Pursuit of the Trivial, and he and his brother Colin were they they did an episode a couple days ago, and they were talking about what whatever the Robert Heinlein quote is uh, about um, to be a man you have to do he's like a it's like a um, list of things like set a bone. <laughs> plan an invasion <laughs> there are all these things like all these things that make you like a real a well-rounded man and one of them and they were going down the checklist and trying to decide if they've done something comparable to it mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> sort of in a competition and um one of the things was pitch manure <laughs> spencer goes i don't know colin have you ever pitched manure and i thought if he asked me that question i would say i've pitched a few bad comedy sketches <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah I've, sadly yeah. i've actually done that one that was uh it like it was it, this is this is sad uh playing little league baseball like you'd have to you'd run out of practice spaces around town so <laughs> one of them was like a cow pasture so we had to go like clear it out before we could go use like go go practice bunch, uh, bunch of boys out there with shovels just trying to get there uh, just trying to get their their practice on that's about when i'd quit the team <laughs> yeah for the love of the game dave mm, i have no love of the game though <laughs> <clears throat> i know, I know. <laughs> that's gonna do it for me what do you think i got two good lines i want to pitch okay uh well actually one and, and one more concern just bear with me um <laughs> now Early on, they're talking, Barry and uh, Iris are talking, and Joe just comes up. Y'all know Wally can hear you, right? Sorry, Wally. And the way they go back to Wally's face with just the just the, the WTF arm spread. Uh-huh. Made me laugh heartily. <laughs> but yeah. later when they all get back, Barry to Joe, I'm sorry you guys missed it. I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking down-to-earth Joe. Man, I, I couldn't be more more happy I stayed on the other side of that wall. Thanks. Good to have you back. <laughs> and um, later, Cisco to Harry to HR. I'm sure he couldn't even remember an ATM code if he tried. It's just four digits. So many numbers. <laughs> oh, man. When Harry's asleep and HR looks over after like oh. realizing Jesse's going to live on Earth 1, he's like, <laughs> he's going to be so oh, pissed. Oh, that smug-ass smile. He's going to be so pissed. He's like so proud of yeah. himself, too, when he does it. Yeah. I loved that. I did. I really did. Oh man, Bethany brought up a, a pretty good point, and uh, you and I may have talked about it as well. I don't know. I've had a couple conversations about this, mm-hmm. um, or maybe she didn't, and I just thought it was her. Mm-hmm. But the bit where HR actually is talking to Jesse and says that he was sorry that he he took her smile away or whatever that was that was tearful stuff, man. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a rough line. It's like I'm I'm sorry I stole the smile off your face or something like that. Yeah, it was kind of one of those lines that's. Uh, a little too poetic to actually be a thing someone says, but with but with HR, I mean, we're talking about a guy aspiring who aspiring like, writer, yeah, and a guy who like bids bids a good morning by doing this weird foppish like gesture thing. I don't know. It, it, with him, it mm-hmm. somehow made sense. I guess he's not even aspiring. He's got a he was hugely uh, he's successful. a published writer. I guess yeah. <clears throat> I want that. Yeah. I want that pen. A, I want that pen hard. Yeah. But yeah, stuff like that. That's why we're willing to somewhat forgive the bad writing as well. Sometimes. Also, they just, I, 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 like, I'm confused, but I do feel like they're going to fix it. Now, something I'm confused about, but I I just don't think they're going to fix this one, and maybe it's just me. Why are Wally and Jesse so into each other? Like, why are they, like, we're at, like, I'm not complete without you, and you turn my world. When yeah. did that okay. happen? They're teenagers, man. I, uh, 
they're teenagers. Oh, all right, Look, okay, all right. Yeah, you know, you know, you, know you, you know what? I'll give it that. I'll give it that. I did some yeah, stupid back, shit when I was a teenager. Yeah, jump back to like any th- any old episode of anything where grown people are falling in love after the first second meeting. Okay, roll the eyes. Yeah, it's deserved. Here though, I mean, roll the eyes. It's deserved, but it's it makes sense because they're teenagers. I'll give it. I'll give it. They're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Even into your very That's early twenties, you're allowed to to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you know, at the same time, they 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 were talking for a while. I mean, over the course of a few months, at least. Yeah. And then they just stopped when he got powers, which you know, dick move, dude. But whatever. It was, you know, you got to keep in touch. You, you do. It's called right. a text message, man. All right. Well, I mean, I'll 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 lay off that point, and we'll just have to wait on this whole, uh, <clears throat> you know, gypsy thing. Yeah, you'll lay off that point, but Jesse won't because she's moving to Earth One. She's gonna lay on that point. Damn straight. <laughs> Again, teenagers. Uh, yep, they got those hormones, man. They got those hormones. Though it seems like they're both speedsters. It's gonna be incredibly unsatisfying. <laughs> that would be a hilarious little little joke. Like you just see a flash. Like you just see like papers ruffle, and then they're standing there, but they both look slightly flush. Like what just happened? Nothing. Why? What? Like, they're just in the middle of one of the like team meetings. You just see like. <laughs> they've apparently run to a storage room, made it hot and heavy real quick, come back, and they're both, like, just <laughs> slightly ruffled and a little more satisfied. In the time it took everyone to turn their head and go, what the hell? One of them is more a little more satisfied. The other one's a little more frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway, we are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. Proud, proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Giant Size Team Up. Com. We're going to be coming right back with the Legends of Tomorrow Camelot 3000 review. Until that time, keep some DC on your screen. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.